as you're hitting it, you're like, oh, I can just shove it down the line and flat. Yeah, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I'm probably going to post it on Instagram. Sponsored by Tennis Express. I am your host, Chris Otto, coming at you live just moments after the conclusion of day seven of the 2018 U.S. Open. We just saw Juan Martin Del Potro take his spot in the quarterfinal round. Del Potro finishing off board at George 646361. We've got quarterfinals on the top half of both men's and women's singles draws. Starting with top seed Rafael Nadal, who will face Dominic Team in the quarterfinals. Nadal needed four sets to take out Nikolos Basilashvili of Georgia. Team got past Kevin Anderson in straight sets. John Isner was the other winner on the men's side. He defeated Milos Raonic in five sets. On the women's side, Serena Williams, number 17 seeded Serena Williams, had a real battle on her hand but was able to get past Estonian Kaya Kanepi. Kanepi, of course, defeated top-seeded Simona Halep in the first round, and today she took Serena Williams to three sets, but an energized Williams surged past her and on to victory, taking it 6-love, 4-6-6-3. Williams will face Karolina Pliskova in the quarterfinals, the AC getting past Ashley Barty, 6-4-6-4. Other winners, defending champion Sloane Stevens, and we will be talking about her a bit later in the program. Stevens gets past Elise Mertens in a rematch of a match that was played a couple of weeks ago in Cincinnati. This time it's Stevens with the win, 6-3-6-3. She'll face Anastasia Sevastova in the quarterfinals. Sevastova knocks off Elena Svitolina, 6-3-1-6. Six love. Oh, the promises that Nick Kyrgios makes and doesn't keep. He promised to put that brilliant video of Roger Federer's around the net post hot shot from day six on Instagram, and he did not. It's a lot like Kyrgios's tennis these days. Very promising. Lots of hype, but not a lot of success. Kyrgios just seems to lack a level of maturity, a certain level of, how shall we say this, a certain level of dedication to really put himself in the mix at these Grand Slams. And once again, at 2018 US Open, Kyrgios falls short. Not that he lost to Roger Federer, but it was just the way that he lost. And it was also the way that he made headlines at this U.S. Open, not with fantastic play. He made headlines by being coached by an umpire in the second round and by his reaction, his over-the-top reaction to his opponent's great play in the third round. All in all, not a lot of positive stuff to look at with Nick Kyrgios. He really needs to start to find his way before it's too late. That's a good question. Um, I kind of have that uh, thought, I guess. I mean, I get told a lot, well, what do you want from your career? I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm satisfied with my career. I think there's a lot more to be done and there's a lot more to be, I mean, explored. I mean, in my career, I think I've, I've barely... I've been around for about four years now. I think I've barely done anything. Um, I think I can do a lot more, but as I said, it's all mental with me, I think. Um, if I wanted enough, I guess... You know, I've got a coaching option, psychology option. You know, I think there's a lot more things to explore, but 
I mean, obviously I want to achieve more in the sport. I don't think I've done anything. There are certainly options for Nick Kyrgios. A coach would be a good start, but does he want it enough? That is the big question and the question that has always surrounded this talented, enigmatic Aussie. We'll probably have to wait till next season to find out more about that. But as for now, things are not headed in the right direction. Speaking of things not going in the right direction, how about Alexander Zverev? How about Elena Svitolina? Both players have struggled mightily at the majors, and those struggles continued at the U.S. Open. Svitolina lost today to Anastasia Savastova. She's out in the round of 16. 25 majors in the books for this young, talented Ukrainian, and still not a single Grand Slam semifinal. Zverev's story is very similar, albeit he is a little younger. The 21-year-old has played 14 majors now and just that one Grand Slam quarterfinal to show for it. Zverev who just started working with Yvonne Lendl, and we, so many people are excited about this partnership, and we can't wait to see it blossom and find out what kind of chemistry these two will have. Well, in the first event with Lendl at the helm, Zverev kind of fell flat on his face, losing to Philip Kohlschreiber in the third round yesterday. Zverev later talked about his partnership with Lendl and how things really haven't had a chance to get kick-started yet. I mean, he's he's very straightforward. He said that it's a process of getting there, and it's a process of playing well at slams. And he told me before the tournament started that, you know, hopefully you'll do very well at the US Open, but we're more looking towards next year. We're more looking towards, you know, being a later stage and competing for, for slams next year. And I understand that um, I still want to win, obviously. You know, I, I want to win today, and, you know, then playing... Nishikori next, uh, who I just played in Washington. Uh, I feel like it would have been a pretty okay matchup for me as well. You know, and I wanted to go far, but, uh, you know, wishes done that always come true. Do you remember the last time you double bageled an opponent? Yeah. Can you talk about it? It was you in my dreams. <laughs> oh my word, that is Naomi Osaka of Japan who, in case you're scoring at home, has won her last 22 games at the U.S. Open. She is fresh off a double bagel of Aleksandr Saznovich, which propelled her into the round of 16 for the first time in her career. And she is going to face off with another 20-year-old. Arina Sabalenka of Belarus, who has won eight consecutive matches, is fresh off a victory over Petra Kvitova in the third round. This figures to be one of the more enticing matches of the round of 16, and it takes place tomorrow in New York. So, Osaka's won 22 consecutive games. She has stormed her way into the round of 16. Can she possibly play better? Here's what she has to say about that. Mm, I, I don't want to sound negative, but no. Um because I feel like I can always do something better. I feel like that's one really good thing about me, but also it's something negative because I, I'm never satisfied. Um, but I mean, of course, I feel like I'm progressing, so that's a really good sign, and I just want to keep it going. Young players, big milestones, big ones for Naomi Osaka and Arena Sabalenka on the women's side, and a big milestone for Austria's Dominic team on the men's side. Team reaches his first U.S. Open quarterfinal. 
It is also his first quarterfinal at a major on any other surface other than clay. Team had been 0-6 in round of 16 matches at the majors on at venues other than Roland Garros, but he breaks through today and he also snaps a six-match losing streak to Kevin Anderson on hard courts. He did that by backing up and returning serve way back on Louis Armstrong Stadium, sort of like taking Rafael Nadal's style of return to and using it as his own. He did a great job against Anderson, was able to get by him in straight sets, and guess what? He's got Rafael Nadal in the quarterfinals. Here's team talking about his hardcore tactics against Anderson and why he felt they were effective. It was a little bit easier to play the return games. I could uh, um, change my return position and uh, this helped me a lot. And also the, the court, I think, made a big difference. It's a huge court. I could go very far back like I do on clay usually. So there were some, uh, some good advantages for me today. Um, yeah, I mean... As I said, it's a huge difference. Uh, if I played him three years ago on court 17, which didn't allow me to go um, that far back, it, it helped me a lot. I also did the same in Madrid. It worked out, so I thought, why not on hard court? And uh, it, it worked out. I mean, of course, I also played really a safe from the baseline, which is also a big part of the, of the performance today. But um, against him, uh, still the most important is to put as many balls back into play as possible. Now, clearly, team has made immense progress on the hard courts, but will his progress be enough for him to compete with Rafael Nadal on the surface? Nadal, a three-time U.S. Open champion, is far superior to team on this surface. He's got the pedigree. It's up to team to be able to compete. Of course, it make, it is intriguing that Team has been able to defeat Nadal three times on the clay, one of the hardest, if not the hardest, feat to achieve in all of tennis. So Team has had his success against Nadal on clay, and that will certainly give him confidence. But at the Grand Slam level, at the U.S. Open, where Nadal is a three-time champ, I think it's going to be very difficult for the Austrian. talking about Rafael Nadal trying to defend the U.S. Open title and that has been a difficult feat to achieve for the men. It has not happened since 2008 when Roger Federer won his fifth consecutive title. He defeated Andy Murray in the final that season and since then there have been no successful title defenses at the U.S. Open on the men's side. It has happened on the women's side and it very well could happen again because Sloane Stevens won her 11th consecutive U.S. Open match today. She took down Elise Mertens, 6-3, 6-3. And Stevens seems to have the right mentality to take on this challenge. She's very positive, very upbeat, very focused, very mature. Here's what Stevens had to say about how she's dealing with the psychology of completing a U.S. Open title defense. Defending a title is super tough and it doesn't happen very often. And I think the expectation to come in here and win the tournament is just ridiculous. Like, it's like you have to take one match at a time. And defending a title isn't defending. If you were to play the same people in a row again and beat all of them again, that would be defending your title. Well, if it's good enough for Sloan, it's good enough for us. So Stevens has a pretty difficult road ahead of her if she does indeed want to complete that title defense. She'll face Anastasia Sevastova in the quarterfinals. Remember last year, Stevens faced Sevastova in the quarters and defeated her in a third set breaker. 
if Stevens wins that match, she could very likely face Serena Williams, who's looking to be in very good form in New York right now. That's pretty much a wrap for our Day 7 breakdown of the U.S. Open. Let's look ahead to Day 8 before we say goodbye. Here's the Arthur Ashe order of play. 12 noon, Madison Keys will take on Dominika Sibilkova in a round of 16 match, followed by Novak Djokovic versus Yao Souza of Portugal. Souza, the first player from Portugal, male or female, to ever reach the second week at a major. Night session on Ash will be Carla Suarez Navarro against Maria Sharapova at 7 p.m., followed by Roger Federer against John Millman. That should be exciting. Moving over to Armstrong, Kana Shikori and Philip Kohlschreiber will start it off at 11 a.m. That'll be followed by Irina Sabalenka and Naomi Osaka, that blockbuster we talked about earlier in the program. And that'll be followed by Marin Chilich versus David Gofan. And Gofan is a player that nobody's talking about. Over on Grandstand, there's the final singles match will be between Marketa Vondrasova and Lesia Serenka. Should be an exciting day of tennis. I hope you guys are fired up. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Lucky Light Court Podcast, a Tennis Now production sponsored by Tennis Express. <laughs>